0: The man with the leadership mind. Welcome to episode 54 of the Mastering Embedded Systems podcast. I'm your host, Georg Löhre. This is the podcast for everybody who is interested in having more success in his embedded project work. This episode, we are tackling again some topic out of the big area of leadership. I have Bernd Gerob with me. Bernd is a consultant, trainer, coach for leadership. He's a former company owner who has found his purpose in making better leaders. Bernd has one of the biggest, if not even the biggest, podcast for leadership in German-speaking countries. In Mehr Führen, Führung auf den Punkt gebracht, which is more leadership leading in a nutshell, he contributes every week. He has raised the online leadership platform and online support to become a better leader, get the co-workers you want and finally gain more time for important things. In today's episode, we are talking about how to become a better leader, how to handle micromanagers, what you can do if you detect you have become a micromanager by yourself, when you're especially in danger to fall into micromanagement, and we are tackling essential things like how to build trust and how you can lose it in a second. But now, let's jump right into it, stay tuned, and be inspired. Inspired. Here I am with Bernd Gerob, friend of this podcast and coach for C-level managers. That's already the first question I have. Is it really what
1: you do, coach for C-level manager? Is it consultant? Is it? How do you phrase yourself? It's, in German, I say it's coaching. Coaching the C-level or the managing director or, or the uh, owners of small and medium-sized companies. But I have two kind of um, fo- focus the one is the C-level manager, mm-hmm. if you like to say it like that. And the, one, the other one are the people who get into, the fir- into their first leadership role. Okay. Because that's where I come from, that I talked to the C-level managers and they say, oh, I have a problem. We, our company grew and now uh, I have four, five, six guys who are first time in their leadership role. Can you help that, them as mm-hmm. well? Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I focus on both. And my leadership platform is my online presence or my online program that's focused on the people who are in the first leadership role. And the coaching is either done via Skype for these people or really with strategy workshops or mm-hmm. things like that with the C-level uh, managers. I see
0: if I take a German translation or a direct translation of the German mehr führen, it means something like more leading,
1: more leadership,
0: more leadership. Yeah. Uh, but it has a connotation of something like it's not enough.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. that's exactly what I say. Okay. It's because I say uh, most of the managers manage, but they don't lead. So my focus is on more leadership. Damn it put your prioritize uh, your prior set your priority how is that damn word (laughs) 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 prioritization so prioritize uh on leadership Mm. not just on management of course you have to do of course you have to manage but if you manage you normally you focus on processes on control and all this kind of stuff on operation operating day to day business but what you really need if you want to be successful in the long term you should not just focus on urgent things but on important things and important things which are not urgent that's normally the leadership tasks like if you want to talk if you thought oh i i really need to talk to my employee you can have this meeting with him today or tomorrow it's up to you so there is no urgency it's important if you don't do it it's a course but hmm. it's there is no external deadline which tells you have to do that or if you right. you are as a leader have to think about strategy that's not done by most of the people because there comes deadlines, there comes clients, everything they need to decide, they need to do this operational day-to-day business, and that's managing. That's not leadership, right? And but if you're not leading, who the hell is doing yeah, it? Yeah,
0: right, right, <laughs> definitely, yeah. That's right.
1: why I say it's more more leadership. Mm-hmm.
0: I got it. Okay, so that means. Uh, leading might be or is already a challenge for individuals but yep. in a if if i assume it's something like a bigger or even big and international company or only international it lifts this kind of leading or leadership to the next level I have, I have made this kind of survey with my LinkedIn contacts and asked them for what are your main challenges in daily life. And I got mm-hmm. a lot of very interesting results, but there are three main emphasis points where are exactly connected what you just mentioned. It's first of all, something like a focus. So how to stay focused even in a very distracting environment.
1: Exactly,
0: uh, yeah. yeah. Also concurrency, how leaders maintain concurrent requests and contradicting yep. constraints. And yep. priority, that's what you just mentioned, how to combine the first two, first two bullets and create your own path of action. Yep. So it, For me now, the, quest, the question is, if I focus a little bit deeper into these details, you just mentioned that uh, it might be not urgent, but it might be important, and you don't prioritize correctly. So one of the biggest problems, or maybe not even the most important problem, Uh, the guy's focus or highlighted was something like micromanagement. So we are confronted exactly with such situations of priority distortions, focus loss, or also uh, concurrency problems. So tell me a little bit about micromanagement. What do you think about it?
1: You know, micromanagement uh, is something where people closely observe or control the work of their subordinates. For their employees, they are so afraid that something can go wrong, so they uh, put excessive attention to minor details, which means they monitor and assess every step of a process. Of course, that costs them a lot of time, so they are uh, frustrated because they don't have time. Mm. no they pri- don't. They should delegate, but they can't because they think, well. Uh, if I delegate, it will not be done properly. So mm. I need to control. I need to tell them exactly what's going on. And uh, there are lots of several negative impacts of doing this kind of micromanagement, not just to the employees because they get frustrated. You educate your people that they are not creative any longer. They Mm. also can't learn because they get, you have to do it this and this and this. I know better than you. So it's demotivating, it's frustrating. And in the long term, you educate your employees to become non-creative. And sometimes I really have to laugh if if a leader tells me or manager tells me, you know what it's it, I have really have a problem. I'm now with 5 years with the company and my team is not motivated at all. They are not creative, they have no ideas. And then I normally say well after latest 2 years mm. you have exactly the employees you deserve. All right. So yeah, if you don't have motivated people you know why yeah,
0: you it's do been... something which is demotivating or not uh, preparing the available motivation
1: to sustain exactly mm. exactly so the the point here is normally that you can assume that every time a new employee joins the company he's motivated intrinsically right. motivated okay. mm-hmm. he wants to go he wants to do a good job yeah so why is it that I don't have the real numbers, but I think it's more or less 80% of all the employees either are not motivated at all or they are just doing a nine-to-five job. They are not really involved or engaged. Uh, And I believe a very strong point here is how leaders, how managers behave towards their employees. I, in one of the previous
0: episodes, I've referred to Re, uh, to Reinhard Sprenger's book, um, uh, "Demotivation or Motivation and Demotivation, yep. and he was having this kind of sentence saying every motivation is demotivation or the, the most famous work a leader should do is prevent demotivation. So yep. remove all the obstacles, remove all the roadblocks in
1: thinking and acting, but the guys can simply work. Yeah, that's exactly what I think is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of managers still think they can motivate people with money which is possible but it only for a certain kind of work yeah if it's a very rule based work very um, like you're on a uh, working on a machine you're doing a, 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 every time the same things no creativity is needed mm. then of course do you want to make this kind of work that's where you don't need your head any longer that's not um then extrinsic extrinsic motivation works but in our work today that work is automated so we need people who who are motivated to Mm. and want to 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 uh think about it so in the end a real leader just says well that's our goal That's the result we need. The way, how you get there, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. And this kind of, if you do it like this, you don't control, you only control the result, but you don't control the way how the result is achieved. Then you help people to stay motivated and stay Mm -hmm. intrinsically motivated from there because they want to do it there. Uh, So there are three things which are needed or which intrinsically motivated people need. The first one is autonomy. The second one is mastery. They want to become better at what they are doing. They want to become an expert. And third is why, the purpose. Why the hell should I do it? So you have to take care that you tell them that's why we are doing it. That's why it's important what you're doing you have to let them do their own mistakes mm-hmm. so you can't become a master if you're not allowed to once in a while to make a mistake otherwise you don't grow so y- you you can help them with that but don't tell them this is what you have to do otherwise they can't learn mm-hmm. if they uh, can't find their own way and the other thing is give them the freedom you can tell them this is the uh, the autobahn. Yeah, right. where you, you can be on the left side, you can be on up to you. Don't just don't leave the autobahn. <laughs> yeah, okay, I yeah. see. Yeah. So that's uh, give them the autonomy.
0: Okay, this is one perspective. That so we have the guys who are yeah confronted with that, or we are entering the company and we want to have this free this free kind of. Uh, yeah, we, we, we have these three kind of requests here, so uh, autonomy, uh, mastery, and purpose. And now let's assume we are confronted with exactly this kind of leader managers or managing leaders. So we are not really leaders and mm-hmm. we are confronted with all this kind of micromanagement we just mentioned. And is there a way what can I do if I'm catched by some kind of micromanager and I got the impression, hey, every time I got this kind of C-level guy standing in front of my desk, what the hell should I do? <laughs> is, there, is there any way out of that?
1: There, there, is, a, um, there is a way. I, I wanted to say, well, you're doomed, but of course that's <laughs> not the case. <laughs> it, is, it is what uh, a lot of people refer to, how can I lead my manager how can i lead my boss yeah so if you want to um to help your boss if you want to that your boss is doing something what you think he should do you you need to give him a guidance now if if someone wants to guide you as a person Mm -hmm. what is needed what's needed is the trust Mm-hmm. That the other person has, so they'll listen to you. So the first thing what you need to do is you need to build trust to this manager. So if you're uh, f- fed up with being micromanaged, you need to get to know your manager. You need to first of all know why is he doing what he's doing. You can try to assume things. You can ask what is. What are the expectations he has? Mm -hmm. And by the words he's using or she's using, can be both, you get an idea. The second thing which is important, you build trust if you give him the results he wants. So you need to know what kind of results he wants. But it's not just um, to achieve the goals. It's also what kind of expectation does he have. I give you an example.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If he says, I want to have the report at nine o'clock on my desk. What exactly does that mean? Does that mean he wants the report at nine o'clock in paper? Is it a one page summarize or is it 100 pages? Is it with a lot of data? Is he data-driven or is, does he want to have a lot of nice um, images or anything like that? You need to understand that. Mm. That's what I mean with expectations. Uh, if you know that, you can precisely give him what he wants. And over the long term, <clears throat> that uh, gives trust. So then you have the allowance more or less. Under four eyes to talk to him and say, "Well, uh, boss, I, I I know you want that report from my side every day. It's a lot of work, and I would suggest a different procedure, if I may, mm. uh, which helps you as a boss not to be overwhelmed with all this kind of reports. So you 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 know, I give you the results which you need." Um, What's about if we uh, do an, uh, a test, you test me and I only give you the report once a week or every three, three days. And you give me a feedback on that. So by doing this, you because he trusts you, mm-hmm. um, you so, can say, OK, now I'm I'm giving this guy a chance. So, OK, yeah, it are small steps, but there is more things to think about about trust most of the people think okay if i do that i give him the right best results i'm a good i'm a good worker but real result a real trust comes from something more Mm -hmm. real trust means this guy my employee is not betraying me okay what means if you're and i know that because i've done it wrongly in my Mm -hmm. career on some of my bosses uh, if you want that, um, you don't talk nasty about your boss in public nor with others. So even if you're fed up with this micromanagement, you think, "What a s- silly, stupid guy!" Mm-hmm. Think about that. Talk with your partner about it, with your wife or with. But outside your... the company, so outside the company, oh. never uh, talk with colleagues about it. Yeah. Even if they ask you, yeah, he he, he is a bloody bastard, isn't, yeah. <laughs> isn't he? You say, well, well, sorry, it's my boss. I I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing which helps you because I know how that feels. You are really fed up. It's it's mm-hmm. difficult. It's easy to say for me to say build trust. I said, you you don't know my my boss. He, he's an, he's not very empathic. Yeah. He's he's ah. Oh. Try to write down every evening what your boss did positively. Not just the negative things, but write down what is good in it. You say, well, there's nothing good on my job, on my boss. He's an, he's an idiot, he doesn't know our business. He, you know this kind of, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I, know I know how it feels. Mm-hmm. But get into the mindset that you think positive about your boss. By doing this, you are much more able to tr- that he trusts you and that you have an, an opportunity to lead him. Mm-hmm. A leader, the name leader comes in, in Germany, it's Führen, someone who leads needs followers. Okay, yeah. So uh, if you want him to follow you, the trust is the most important part. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't work in a different way. You need to build this kind of trust. And that is not just giving the results, but be trustworthy, behave trustworthy and get in that mindset that this guy has certain advantages, has behaves in a certain way, which is positive for you, for the mm-hmm. company, et cetera. Even if you in the moment say, no, that's not the okay. case. Try to find that because that changed your mindset and then you behave in another way and you are perceived from your boss in a positive way mm-hmm. and then this helps you that he that in some things he will uh, he will uh, follow you okay so is it more or less something
0: only is it only positive thinking so something like i have only to think enough uh, to to think positive enough no. and then things no, will no. change
1: <clears throat> no 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 it will not change Okay. It's not about uh, just think positive and it changed. No, that, then, then uh, I uh, described it in the wrong way. It's more that you get out of this mindset, I have an idiot. I have an okay. idiotic micromanager as a boss and I'm doomed. Okay, okay? Mm-hmm. You're not doomed if you step back a little bit and say, okay, in every person, in everyone has uh, 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 positive things. And write them down, and just by doing this, this gives you a better feeling as, mm-hmm. okay, he can't do this; he's stupid on this. But at least that's where um, he's not doing such a bad for job. And that, um, by doing this in your mind, you're um, you're going into a different direction, and your behavior behavior towards him will change, and he will recognize that, and that will. To trust uh, that's exactly that would be my, my second question how does the
0: how does the managers or the micromanager in that case recognize that you behave somehow differently when all the other guys
1: yeah that's what uh, you, uh, you uh, the other part is even if you're very um, i'm someone who who doesn't like injustice mm-hmm. so what i've done in the past with my top managers who i didn't like a lot i was always fighting. If he was do- some, doing something wrong, I would call him out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that doesn't help al- at all. Um, you can lead him. You can tell even very harsh bosses a lot under four eyes e- if you have the trust. If they trust you that you are loyal to them. Yeah, okay. Um, you, But you never ever do that. Uh, before other uh, on on in a t- in the group of other of other people because then he loses face which is terrible for most of these okay. um uh, top managers so you have to be- take care very very strongly on that and that's one thing I, 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 because I I tell that because I've done all of that wrongly oh, <laughs> with some of them um never ever go to the boss of the boss uh, don't jump the hierarchy Never. And even if this guy asks you about your boss, you never say anything negative, mm. even if he's the biggest hole you, yeah. you experience in your life. It doesn't help. There is a saying um, how is that uh, going? I, um, if everyone loves the betray, but no one loves the betrayer. And that's very true. So never be the betrayer. Um, and the other thing is, if you want to be, into, if you want to build trust, take care that if you see that your boss is making a mistake, don't let him make the mistake. Mm-hmm. Try to help him to say, well, to 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 guide him in a certain way. And if you do that in a, well, in the right way, he will. Accept that, and he mm-hmm. will be thankful for that and that's this again builds trust so before you if we, if we do it step by step, mm-hmm. the first step is understand your yeah. bots second step is um build trust, and then you can give suggestions on the four eyes, which you have a high probability that he will follow you I see yeah.
0: Okay. This is the perspective from the micromanagee, so the one who is effectively micromanaged. But there is, on the other side, there is the micromanager. And now I want to ask you whether you can tell us a little bit about, let's assume we detect by ourselves or by some trusted employee who tells us, hey, you are a micromanager and you... (laughs) What, yep. what and if I confronted with that? I might be shocked or something like that because I don't want to be it, or I have the opportunity, or I have the opinion about the company. Nothing is happening without my micromanaging because mm-hmm. I have to push everything. Yep. But how can you? How can I handle that? How can the micromanager handle or prevent mm. his micromanaging?
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you, you're absolutely right, and I want to emphasize here that most of the micromanagers it's not that they they love to be a mm. micromanager it's the, if they a lot of them they know about that but they don't know how to change it Okay. so it's it's not a bad guy mm. but he's doing it because of several reasons and i think that's the first step you have to think about why what what is it why i'm doing a few things you already said well they don't have the trust that it works like it should be mm. that can come. For example, if you were the expert, let's assume you were the expert, uh, you were the best pro, uh, guy who wrote the code, you are really the expert. Now you become the group leader, or you build mm-hmm. a company, and you're the entrepreneur and you are now managing the guys who write the code. Because you're the expert. You know it best. In the beginning, it is very tough for you because when you hand that over to your employees, they will not do it in the same way like you've done <laughs> it. And in the beginning, for sure, they will make more mistakes mm. than you will do it if you do. But what you have to keep in mind is it took you two, three, five years to learn it. So you know, you have. If you delegate, if you want to grow. You need to hand it over to your employees and to accept that they will make failures in the beginning. Mm -hmm. What most of the people do wrongly, in my opinion, and that's why they're so frustrated, is they say, okay, that's the project. Okay, I'm a manager. I have to delegate. Here's the project. Mm -hmm. Now they have a newbie. And he's, what? (laughs) <laughs> how, how the hell yeah you, you can do it i have done it as well and yeah. then uh after two weeks they come it, it's totally nonsense it's not working Yeah, delegation is not working yeah okay. well mm. they, they've done it wrongly of mm. course it's only you should focus on the results but you also have to keep in mind what is the um how good how experienced is my employee and based on that you put milestones in it. You say okay. that's the big project. We need to have this result in three months. I know you are not there yet, so I can't give it to you as a three months project. But after one week, this part I'd like to have a meeting with you. A milestone, okay. and on that small uh, milestone, I would like to have this kind of result of you. Mm-hmm. Now that's not micromanaging mm-hmm. because you have a milestone it would be micromanaging if you before the milestone is because you have this deadline if you then ask him oh how is it going uh, can i help you that's micromanagement because that means you don't have the trust
0: isn't it only some kind of interest so i want to offer some kind of support or is it only some kind of hidden
1: agenda yeah, then at, even if it's even if you think it's not a hidden uh, even if you don't really think, well, I just want to help. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. How does it come over to the guy who's uh, have to do is? Oh, he doesn't trust me. What mm-hmm. you can do, and what I emphasize, you should do is in the beginning when you talk to him. Well, oh, that's what I am. The result I would like to have on the first milestone. Tell if there's anything you need from my side. Uh, please don't hesitate to get in touch with me. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But then leave him alone for one week and then you if you say well but one week is too long okay then after two days but in these two days you don't ask Mm. you he will come to you or you have you can control on the during the milestone but not before that's the difference between do i micromanage do i micromanage or not i see so it's important and then it's important sometimes you can see you you gave a project to someone you delegated it and you know the milestone is in one week and after three days you watch how how this guy is doing is he's doing it totally wrong he's doing it totally wrong oh dear oh dear wait until the milestone is don't do it before that's a challenge that's a challenge yeah but People say, "Well, but it could be that the whole project collapses." Right. Yes, but who is to blame for it? You, because in the beginning you didn't plan the milestones properly. Mm. So, if if that's the case, have more milestones. Then, of course, but then you allow them to have to make mistakes and mm. learn from their mistakes. That's the most important. And after some time, it becomes better and better. I experienced that for myself i was such an expert in the beginning when i um, started my first company and because i had so much to do and i was traveling a lot i was forced more or less to let it go and the funny thing which helped me later on to delegate in that way and not to fear that so much of course in the beginning it was lots of failures happened which normally Mm, wouldn't happen to me Mm -hmm. But then already after one year, I had two guys who did the job better than me. Yeah, I see. Mm. The funny thing is, that's why I'm telling that is, would you have asked me, then I would say, well, well, they are doing good, but not that good as me. (laughs) It has also something to do with your Mm -hmm. self-esteem, self-consciousness, because, um, if you're just starting as a leader, it's the case that um, where do you get your se- self-esteem? You, you get it mm. from that you're an expert. Yeah, right. Okay. If you're a leader mind. later on, you get your self-esteem that you have people who are doing it better than you. Mm. But that's the transition you're making in your mind. And in the beginning, that's very tough because you can imagine you get all your – great um your confirmation yeah. your great a- a confirmation you get because you're an expert you're doing it right people come to you say oh you're the expert. Uh, can you help me that feels very good if you in the first leadership role as a manager you never have uh, you you were not educated on that so mm. of course you will do a lot of mistakes mm. And that doesn't feel nice if you're doing mistakes. So it's easy from a psychological point for you to fall back in your role as an expert. And that's challenge. And but just by thinking about that, that this will happen to you, it can help you in the in that uh, situation to accept that and say, well, now I'm falling back into my role Mm -hmm. because I want to be loved. I want to be um, the expert. No. That's not my role any longer.
0: It sounds like a challenge. And uh, we we both know, you and I, that this is definitely a challenge. Yep. And you will make a lot of errors. But if I assume that there are guys out there who are now in front of their first time to become a leader, want mm-hmm. to do a good job, maybe the same good job we do as an expert... And now we are confronted with the situation, saying, "Okay, oh, how the hell? How could I learn that? It sounds like something completely different, but it's more or less the same, but only the opposite side of the medal. So, yep. how can how can I how can I get in
1: touch with leader or to become a leader?" Yeah, well, I think you you really need to accept that this that if that you have to have the mind. I want to lead. That's the first one. Okay. I want to. Lead. If you have that, then find ways how to get educated in this. How to think about your role to, to, to get trained on this kind of matters. And uh, I have to say it's not that, okay, I go on a weekend to learn that and then mm-hmm. I'm a lead. You only get a lot of information, that, which is great, but then you have to do it in your day-to-day work. And because that's uh, very tough in the normal operations, that's, I've uh, uh, developed a program, uh, an online program with lots of videos, with, mm-hmm. with coaching, etc., for a longer t- uh, time, so that people get used to it. So mm-hmm. it's like if you say, "Well, I want to uh, become, uh, to make more sports." Right, right. And I want to be more healthy and mm. eat uh, in a better or <laughs> more healthy. <laughs> yeah. Eat more. So yeah, okay, the problem right. is not that mm. you don't have all the information. What does right. that mean? Mm. Healthy food. Um, the problem is to uh, do it every day. So that's why I'm strongly con- convinced that it's important not just to have one training, but mm. to. Uh, keep in touch with the with leadership topics uh, every day. If it's via a podcast, if it's via a training on videos, if it's uh, y- y- you name it, that you're uh, doing it day by day, and don't be uh, worried. You will make mistakes. It's like with education of children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you you will make mistakes. That's the name of the game. But that's how you will become better in the long term.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like like a long path for a lot of yep. lot of us. A lot of lot of the guys out there. Yeah. I think it's a it's a good opportunity for all the ones who are either micromanaged to follow your advices. Belonging. How can I manage my boss? So it has. It's exactly the same medal, only the opposite side and you have to mm-hmm. get in this perspective. And I think it might be also a good good opportunity or a good, yeah, let's say exercise for the guys to state or to get in the mood to understand what might be the intention, what might be the drivers, what might be the thrive of my of my boss to yep. act like he is acting. Is he really exactly. some kind of bully
1: here and walking around? Or is it is there something like behind? Yeah. He's overstressed or uh... whatever. yeah. <laughs> That's one thing? I would say in 90% mm-hmm. it's not a bad guy. Yeah, right. Okay. In a role he 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 has problems with.
0: But I, I think, I don't want to overstress that now and to come into a different direction, but there might be, or I consider there might be situations where you get aware of, no, it will never fit. It will never uh match with this kind of boss. I can do yeah. whatever I want, but I will never be able to manage him.
1: Yeah. So in that case, uh, you know the uh, aphorism, love it, change it, leave it. Okay. What most people think is with change, I need to change my boss, but that's not the case. Mm. It means to change your mindset. Okay. If you try to do that for several weeks or even Mm. months and you still are not getting over to the side, love it, and that what I mean mm-hmm. with that is if you stay up in the morning and you have that feeling, oh gosh, I got <laughs> yes. to worry about this boss and such. So if that's more than one out of five days a week, then you are in trouble. Then you need you are you need to change something. And either you change your mindset or you're on the third position, then you need to leave okay. leave it. Mm. Uh, don't think about that your boss will leave or that you will change your boss. It will not happen. Okay, I see.
0: Okay, but I think that's a completely different topic again. Yeah. <laughs> and concentrating on the ones we have just discussed, is there something coming into your mind which we don't have tackled or which is worth to be told?
1: You mean regarding micromanagement? Yes. Um, I think uh, uh, it's... Again, also with a micromanager, it's a mindset, uh, which, and I, I think the, the saying I said before, um, after the latest two years, you have exactly the mm. um, employees you deserve. That means if you as a manager think my employees are not working properly, it's the best way how you want to change it if you change yourself. Okay. Because by doing this you will change your employees and mm-hmm. live your live your values. And one w- very important part, in my opinion is tell them what you expect from them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's it's not, okay, you have to achieve the goals. That's easy. That's not what that's only a small part of the expectations. It's much more. What do you really expect so mm-hmm. that they can behave In a way that you say well that's how i would like them to behave that has to do with values that has to do with prior priorities which means what is more important Mm -hmm. is it more important to stick exactly with the deadline or to have the right quality Mm -hmm. well that depends okay on what does it depend tell them the expectations if it's Mm -hmm. new in your head they, will not f- they can't follow. They do not yeah. can read your mind. Okay. I think that's the most ex- important thing which I see with the lots of managers who think that they, people know what they want, but they don't because they never talk about it.
0: Okay, I think that was already a great final word from you. Bernd, thanks a lot for joining us. It here was in a pleasure. It was a pleasure to have you and board. So thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Georg. This was the interview with Bernd Gerob. Once again, Bernd, many thanks for your staying and for your contribution. I would like to recommend you to Bernd's website meafuren.de, which provides a ton of stuff to support you in your daily leadership hassle. Especially if you're capable of German, you can directly subscribe to Bernd's podcast, Meafuren. It's enlisted in iTunes, Stitcher and all other podcast bases. Moreover, I'm allowed to forward you to Bernd's three-part video course about the essential things to become a leader. If you want to get access to this time-limited course, please go to my website at EmbeddedSuccess.com slash episode 54 and click on the direct registration link. If you're not German, not everything is lost, so I know many of you guys are not, and you're not even capable to understand German, then please have a look into YouTube and you'll find several videos with Bernd in English. If you have any questions or you run into problems you wanted to highlight, don't hesitate and reach out for me and Bernd. You can do that by visiting embeddedsuccess.com slash episode 54 and leave your comment or you send me a feedback mail. The address is also available on the website. Or you might also ping a tweet to me on Twitter. It's at Georg Loro, so it's quite easy. This was the 54th episode of the Mastering Embedded Systems podcast. I'm Georg Loro. Thank you for listening.